Good evening, everybody. Um, I'm gonna, I decided I'm going to try something a little different. I know that I haven't been very consistent lately. Plenty of reasons for that. Nobody's business. Um, but um, there is one Vartaira that I do learn, try to learn every single week on Shabbos. It's called Bitachain Weekly. And I do think that it could be a Ta'elis for everybody. I mean, just like everything else that I learn could be a Ta'elis. If you choose to, if you choose it to be a talus, I do know that this is a huge talus for me. Every week, it come, every week we, they come out with another, with another um, Devartaira. It's called Bitachin Weekly. So I'm going to right now learn again Parshas Lech Lecha. It just shows how important Bitachin is in general, and why it's so difficult to come by. It's very, easy, it's very easy to have bitachin when everything is going well. But when things start to fall apart, or in your mind they look like they're falling apart, because you really don't know what's going on in Shemayim. But to you it looks like everything is falling apart, but for all you know it's a catalyst for the next step. Um, that's when you need to have bitachin, like true bitachin. That's when, that's when real bitachin comes through. So it says in the Pasuk, Asher Ar Eka. Rashi says that a Kaddish Baruch Hu didn't tell Avram Avinu where he would have to go in order to give him more schar. When a person doesn't know his next move, he gets nervous and worried. But if he is misgaber on his worry, since he has bitachin, that everything is for the best, and he gets schar for his bitachin. Avram trusted a Kaddish Baruch Hu like David Amelech said about bitachin. Nafshi ki gamoil alai imay like a baby in his mother's arms. A baby knows that his mommy will take good care of him and is always totally relaxed. Rashi brings several stories about the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu is always keeping Avram Avinu in suspense so he can have more schar. <clears throat> Yoyna and the fish. The last Rashi that the Pasuk brings is about Yoyna, who was also like Avram and was kept in suspense about what Nevoah HaKadosh Baruch Hu was going to tell him to tell Ninveh. We see that Yoyna was also on a very high madrega of Bitachin. Indeed, Yoyna called himself an Ivri, just like Avram Avinu was called Avraham Ha'ivri. The Medrash says that Ivri means I am over on the other side of the world. Everyone else serves idols, and I am a Beteach Hashem. Yoyna had so much menucha and Bitachin that he was able to sleep in an extremely Dangerous situation inside a ship which was about to sink. How can you sleep when a violent storm is raging at sea and the captain had to wake him up? According to some Mepharshim, he first went to sleep after the storm and started had started since he had total bitachin. Since he had total bitachin, excuse me, since he had total bitachin that he would be saved by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Mincha, according to the Mincha Gedayla, according to the Ma'ari Kra, he went to sleep since he knew he, that he would die anyway, and there was no purpose in davening. How can a person go to sleep in such, ancient, in such anxious moments of pre-death? Karasi mi beten shaul, shamati koili. Do you know how Yoyna davened inside the fish? He said, I called you, Hashem, from inside the belly of the fish, and you have answered me. 
He spoke in the past tense, as if he already was outside the fish and had a Yeshua. The Evan Ezra says that this is the high madrega of a Navi in Betachain. Rav Chatzko Levenstein Zatzal says that this is the madrega that every Baal Betachain should have. Even during his tsara, he should already feel that he has been saved already. Some say that he has such strong Betachain because he had been kept alive for three days inside the fish and was sure it was a simen min hashamayim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted him to live. Often during difficulties, we see a little light, despite our financial or health problems, Rahman al-Islam. But you need Betachain to believe it is a simen, you will have a Yeshua. If you, have, if you really have Betachain, then you will have a total Yeshua. Like David, when he killed a lion and a bear, he was 100% sure he'd kill Goliath the giant also. But the Sahara against Betachain is strong. And if we don't really believe in a simon taiv, then it doesn't work. The same person, Yaina, who could sleep during such danger, could have vaday betachen, that he's, that he's going to get out of such a weird situation of being inside a fish for three days. He was positive, And he saw the good in his situation, that he was still alive after three days, instead of giving up and being negative. Yaina had total menucha. Nafshi kigamoil alai imoi. Menucha needs to be worked on at all times to relax your muscles and not tense up when we do things. Menucha goes together with bitachain. It is a physical expression of a lack of worry. Bitachain during the Six Day War. Rab Scheinberg Zatzal used to work a lot on Menucha and always kept himself super calm and relaxed. He never looked tense or worried in all situations. Indeed, during the Six-Day War on the famous Monday night in Yerushalayim, when the bombs were flying everywhere and nobody slept, Reb Scheinberg Zatzal did sleep. I was under his bed and I had to ask his grandson to wake him up at the point that we all felt it was all over. The noises had reached a deafening climax and we were all sure it was the end. When he was woken up, he laughed off the whole situation. And sure enough, we found out later that those extra noises were coming from the Israeli retaliation, and in a short while, we had a Yeshua. A lesson in Menucha in Parshas Noyach. Just like we have a lesson in Menucha in Parshas Lech Lecha, so in Parshas Noyach. The name Noyach means Menucha, and resting and Mabel. Next, the Eschalagoy Gadol. Rashi says that traveling causes three problems. Difficulty with money, having children, and getting a new reputation, a good name. So Hashem told Avram Avinu that he would dafka bizoicha to all three. The very first story of Avram Avinu, the Reish Ma'aminim, has a clear message. Betachain. A person can actually go against Teva and succeed if he has Hashem with him. Rabbi Sol Salanter Zatzal said that where the Seichel stops, Bitachin begins. During Cholomayet Sukkis, I called a friend of mine who was a Yerushalmi Yid who used to come to Lakewood to collect money. We had discussed learning Shara Bitachin to help him with his financial difficulties. He told me that for one year he had been learning Shara Bitachin for five minutes a day 
And during that year, he had constant hashpas toivais. As soon as he stopped learning Shara Bitachain, his difficulties returned. I also met an Adam Gadol who lives in Yerushalayim, who is a Rosh Kailo. He told me that ever since he started a Musu Seder in his Kailo, he noticed that much more money was coming into the Kailo and through all kinds of unbelievable Ashgachis. Avram Avinu. There is a Chazal that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says that he wishes the entire world would be filled with Avram Avinus. Chazal also say that we should try to emulate all of the Avais. Why does this Chazal mention only Avram Avinu? The truth is that we can learn from all our great people. However, many people become discouraged when they feel that people become tzaddikim only when they have advantages. Like all the young geniuses and so many gedolim were special from day one. But Avram Avinu was the son of Terach and his entire dar was Bali Avedazara. He had everything going against him and yet he became Avram Avinu. He is special for us to learn from. And when we look at Avram Avinu, we feel that there is hope for everyone. Since HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps all kinds of people become great if they have bitachin. And since HaKadosh Baruch Hu can do anything, HaKol Yachol. The Messiah Shishar mentions Davra Melech at least 19 times. All, other, all others are mentioned maybe once or twice at most. Many people become discouraged when they hear about a tzaddik, that as soon as they were born, the whole house lit up. Or when a tzaddik was the better one in his family from day one. But David is perfect. He had so much baggage. It's unbelievable. Born with a difficult nature, Admaini, like Esav, bad blood of Mayav in his system, and a major rejection from his family, who were all G'dayli Yisrael. Throughout his life, he was severely criticized by many, Many G'dayli Taira and even Sadiqim. He was the worst in the family. When we say Tehillim, we notice there is all kinds of pain that David experienced throughout his life. But since he ran to HaKadosh Baruch Hu constantly, therefore he became a master Baal Bitachin and was a happy person despite his problems. The Egyptians were excited over Sarah Emenu's exceptional beauty, and they praised her to Parai. Beauty is synonymous with taiva and or covet. The king can show off to everyone what a beautiful wife he has. Either way, a guy is always into good looks and impressing others. The Chayvis Alvavis in Shah Yichud Hamaisa speaks about people who like covet. They try to dress up and look pretty to others, i.e. make a nice impression... <clears throat> <coughs> Excuse me. I make a nice impression. We see from the story of Sarah and the Mitzrayim what a guy is, a shallow human being, only interested in superficial looks. The way you look and the way you impress is all that counts. Your entire life is the approval you get from others. Kavoid, kavoid, kavoid is all you think about and all you really care about. And you get upset when people don't give you the kavoid you feel you deserve. When someone else gets more covered than you, you are devastated. I was told that many Goyim were asked what scares them more, public speaking or death. And they all said public speaking. Public speaking puts your covered situation in Sakana. 
since you might make a fool of yourself and people will laugh at you. By a guy, this is a much more serious problem than Ganeden and Gehenim. Many older Gaisha women who had been beautiful in their younger years were asked if it had been good for them to be pretty, and they all said that it wasn't good. Kaved and Taiva is a wicked game of the Sahara, which sounds so rosy, yet it has a cruel dead end. Sometimes covid can be a wonderful tool in helping a person to do the Ratzin Hashem. As Chazal tell us, But when the covid game starts, but when the covid game starts hurting you and your kina is eating you up alive, when it's time to learn the Musr's farm, then it's time to learn the Musr's farm. They can teach you to be happy with less covid and actually make you rejoice when you receive bizyainis, since you are losing your sins. We need to learn from Avram and Sarah to be altruistic, loving the act of giving to people. Chesed should be the thrill of our lives, and we live to be able to do. We should loathe being shallow and self-centered, like a parai who loved only Kavit and Taiva. It goes on in the Pasuk that says, V'gam bakar. Rashi says that the reason why Light was rich was because he went with Avram. The Chayvis Avavis says that the neighbors of Ebal Betachain can have brachis and wealth because of his chuyais. Ebal Betachain should know that he is an asset for everyone he knows. Mamre was Avram Avinu's friend and was similar to him. Rashi says the name Mamre means rebel because he rebelled against Avaydazara. And Chevrain means he attached himself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There are two parts to a Baal Betachin. He is close to Hashem, and he rebels against any power other than Hashem. When a person has a difficulty and practices Betachin in Hashem, he should also rebel against the problem and not be impressed or get depressed with it, no matter how scary and powerful it seems. Sechar Chahar Rashi says that Hashem rewarded Avraham with much more than what the Melech of Sadaim wanted to give him because Avraham had bitachin in Hashem and didn't want to take from Melech Sadaim. Avraham Avinu Olavashalim was the number one Baal bitachin. He fought against four powerful kings almost single-handedly and he won. The Ramban says that he had the heart of a lion and was fearless. He was also the pillar of Chesed. We can say that the reason he did so much chesed was because he always felt himself surrounded by Hashem's goodness. So he did good to others. He was also an unusual Baal Bitachin. For the same reason, he constantly felt the goodness of Hashem, so he expected more goodness and had Bitachin. A person who focuses on his problems and the evils of the world can chas invite more evil and finds it hard to have Bitachin. A person who thinks good invites more good. Rashi says that while Avram Avinu was promised that he would receive Eretz Yisrael, the Knanim were then conquering it. The Torah praises Avram in that he still believed in Hashem's promise, although he saw just the opposite taking place. During World War II, many Jews were deported to the, ter- to the horrible prison of Siberia for a lifetime of hard labor cutting trees in the freezing forests of Siberia. They went thousands of miles away from civilization 
and were guaranteed they would never be free for the rest of their lives. However, there were 10 Bali Bitachain who were almost sure they would get out. Their leader was Rav Y.L. Zatzal from Bialystok Yeshiva in Poland. He was known for spending lots of time learning about Bitachain during his Yeshiva days. Despite their anti-religious captors, they kept Yiddishkeit and they davened and learned. Another from Yid was doing similar activities and he disappeared, Rahman al-Atzlan, never to be seen again. Rav Nekrit Zatzal was warned many times that he would be next. He laughed and said that he had Bitachin and was not worried at all. Although it took them two years to contact the outside world, they were always mechazik with Bitachin. Rav Nekritz kept telling his Bachram that they would someday be free, get married, and live and lead normal lives, Besiat Dishmaya. After three years, everything he said came true. There were many other Jews in that area who were not involved in Bitachin, and they never came out, Rahman al-Atzlan. I heard this story from one, of the, from one of these Talmidim, and he told me that when they were told they are free, it was such a surprise that he couldn't believe it. When these people learned the parashiyas about Avraham Avinu and his Bitachin, they took these parashiyas very seriously and worked hard to become like him. Postscript, Reb Nekritz told his Talmidim that the Yeshua and true Nisim doesn't always come instantaneously, <clears throat> but little by little the clouds disappear. One by one, and a person with patience in the end will see the sun come out in all its beauty. I once asked Rev. P.M. Malach Zatzal how he held himself in the Gehenim of Siberia, and he answered me, Ish Esrehu Yoimar Chazak. It says in the Pasik, Vayeshev Be'eloine Mamre. Rashi says that Mamre rebelled against Avaydazara, and the name Mamre means rebel. He was a close friend of Avram Avinu, and is mentioned in Parshas Vayera since he gave Avram Avinu advice to do the bris milah in public in order to make a Kiddush Hashem. He was rewarded that Hashem revealed himself to Avram on his property. Avraham was also a rebel when he smashed his father's idols. In those days, there were many rebels, mostly in the wrong direction, like Nimrod, who caused the world to rebel against Hashem, and Sinov, who hated his father Hashem, and Shemaver, who tried to fly in rebellion against Hashem. In an age of rebellion, when a person has a geshmak in rebelling, some use this mida letayva and some chasoshalam the other way. Rashi says that when Hashem promised Avraham the land of Eretz Yisrael, the Knani was just then conquering Eretz Yisrael. Still, Avraham Avinu believed Hashem. This is a rebellion against Teva. When a person sees before his eyes the opposite of what he has bitachin in happening, and yet he continues to be Baiteach, Rashi says that Avraham was praised for this. Although both Avraham and Mamre rebelled against idols and Teva and were Bali Bitachin, still Avraham remains the father of Kal Yisrael and not Mamre. Why? We can say Bisiat Deshmaya that there are two parts to being a Baal Bitachin. Aleph, relying on Hashem, and Bez, not being afraid of Teva or people or idols. Avraham focused mainly on the positive Av, means father and Rum means lifting himself with Bitachin. And Mamre, whose name means rebel, 
focused mainly on the negative, rebelling against Teva, and not being the spoil from people. Hashem wants a person to be mainly positive. Avram Avinu, the man of Ahava. When Tamar tried to get Yehuda to marry her, it says that she sat at the entrance of the tent of Avram Avinu, which everyone loved. What connection is there between Yehuda and Avram Avinu? When Reuven tried to save Yosef by saying to his brothers, Loina kenu nefesh, they didn't listen to him. When Yehuda said, He's our brother and our own flesh, meaning we are going to hurt ourselves by hurting him, then they listened to him. Yehuda spoke like a melech, who was the lave of the nation. He emphasized with the feelings of the nation, and his feelings were their feelings. Avraham Avinu was also a melech. Nasi aleikim ata And that's why he was so full of love for everyone. We can suggest B'tziyat Dishnaya that Yehuda learned from Avraham Avinu and went in his derech of extreme love and warmth for his fellow man and was therefore zeichet to Malchus. When David was melech of only Shevet Yehuda and Hebron, all the Shvatim came to him to make him melech over all of them and they said, we are one. After the war with Avshalim, David called back his Shevet and their general, Amsha, and said, Notice how Malchus doesn't stam connect with relatives. There is an extreme feeling of being one, my own flesh and bones. Moshe Rabbeinu was also a Melech, and Moshe, Avraham, and David, the three Malachim, are singled out for their great Anava. Avraham said, Moshe said, And David said, The Rambam in Hilchus Malachim says that a Melech must have unusual Anava. Now we understand how they feel like one with Klal Yisrael. They have no zich, no ego, which blocks the way to true Achtos. Avram Avinu risked his life to save the captured light, although light had just recently said, Although Klal Yisrael had just recently betrayed David by rebelling against him with his evil son of Shalim, yet David calls them He loves them as much as ever. When you feel like one person with when you feel like one per, blah, when you feel like one person with Klal Yisrael, then you have no problem with unconditional love. Just like you love yourself despite the mistakes and sins that you may do, so do you love Klal Yisrael since you consider them like yourself, Mamish. David and Moshe risked their lives for Klal Yisrael despite the pain Klal Yisrael caused them. And Avram risked his life for light and davened for Sedaim, his arch enemies. A true Melech is above. He isn't a small person, Katnos, who says, you started with me. I'll get you back. He is too mature for baby-like mentality. A melech realizes that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is behind the people who hurt him, and he knows that he is being tested in order to make him great. So he never bears childish grudges. A melech is truly a higher person. Chazal say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said that he wishes the whole world would be, fill, would be full of Avraham Avinu's. Chazal also say, Avram 
We need to try to emulate all great people, but a melech like Avram is the official role model for all to follow. In Slobodka, they were always talking about being a Baal Chesed like Avram Avinu, and were always studying the Parshiyas that talk about him. In Sefer Mesilas Yesharim, David is mentioned as an example to follow in Avedas Hashem at least 19 times. All other tzaddikim are mentioned only once or twice. The very first se'if in the Torah mentions being like David twice, Hevi Oz Kanemer. David is the official melech of Klal Yisrael, more than anyone else, and we need to copy our melech and to love people the way he did. The stories of David HaMelech in Sefer Shmuel are loaded, with main, are loaded mainly with one major Musar Haskel, how he loved and respected the same people who hated him. Our desire for Mashiach ben David to come is in order to have a role model to guide us in Shviras Amidais. When we learn Musar about how silly Kavit is, in Mesilas Yisharim HaKavit Hevel Avalim, and when we are always learning Shara Betachin, which reminds us to have faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu and not in human beings, then we are going more and more in the direction of Mashiach. V'havei Shimcha Avraham Avram proved that a person can actually change himself since his name was changed from Avram to Avraham and a person's name describes his essence. Sarah changed herself from Sarai to Sarah. This teaches us that a woman can also improve herself and become a new person. However, it seems that they enhanced and improved on the mylice that they already had since their new names are similar to the old ones. They are just an improvement of the old names. But Yaakov Avinu, the Bachar Sheb Avais, or the, Bacha, the Bachar Sheb Avais, proved that one can become a totally different type of person <coughs> since he became Yisrael, which is a totally different kind of Milo than Yaakov. Chayav Adam Leimar Masai Yagiu Masai Lemaisei Avais Avram Yitzchak V'Yaakov. The Torah wants us to know about the Avais so that he, so that we should constantly try to copy them. Sarah Shema. It doesn't sound like Sarah just now became Sarah, but Sarah Shema. She was always Sarah. When some people change and grow, they should be careful not to look back at their past since that can cause them to fall, Chas Shalim. Instead, they should consider themselves to always have been with their new greatness. The potential just wasn't brought out until later. The first of our Avais became better in the areas that he was already great. First, he was an Av only to Aram. And later he became an Av Hamon Goyim. The first job of a person is to excel in the area that Hashem put him in and with his own unique Kaiches. A person has to appreciate what he is and where he is. First, be nice to your own family, even though it's easier to be nice to strangers. Even being a drop nicer is a great accomplishment. You have to love the Gemara that you are learning today and not think of the other end of Shas. You should like only your own bike and your own house and not think of other people's belongings. Every person has Milas that no one else has, and he must find out what they are. And he must learn to appreciate them so much until he has no desire for other people's milas. The strong man from the East. 
Avram Avinu. Sorry about that. My phone started to tell me about no parking in Borough Park. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> that was very annoying. I was ready to throw my phone across the room. It's not such a big room. The strong man from the east, Avram Avinu, Eisan HaEzrachi. The Rambam in, Av- in Hilchas Avodah Zara tells the story of Avram Avinu. He describes him as Zeha Eisan, sh- this strong one. If the Rambam describes him in this way, it is a sign that being strong was an Iker characteristic of Avram Avinu. The Rambam describes the situation how everyone in his times were stupid tipshim who worshipped idols and Avram was the only intelligent person. After Avram Avinu figured out with his Tvunasai Hanavaina that there must be one Abishter, he started debating with the people of Orkastim and he proved them wrong and he decided that all the images need to be broken or burned. Since he succeeded in his proofs that there must be one Abishter, the Melech, Nimrod, tried to kill him, and an ace happened and he was saved. He left the Charon and he turned over the world. He got up and called Bekal Gadol, that there is only one Bayre Oilam who we should call, who we should call, sorry, who we should all worship. He went from city to city and country to country, gathering people until he had thousands and then tens of thousands of followers. He wrote Sfarim to publicize his shittais, and he told his son Yitzchak to continue in his legacy, and Yitzchak to Yaakov, until a nation of Hashem was created. We owe everything to Avram Avinu, and the Rambam calls him Amudai Shel Oilam. The Ravid and Migdal Oiz speak about the difference between Avram and Shem Ve'ever. Although they also believed in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they never came out to break the idols and be Moisir Nefesh publicly for Kvayt Shemayim, like Avram Avinu. On a Shaina Rabbah, we daven, B'schus Eisan Hanizrak Bilahav Eish, which is Avram, who was Eisan, courageous. We see that being a strong and courageous person was an Ikar Ikarim of Avram Avinu, who is usually a symbol of Chesed. <clears throat> when we learn the parashiyas of Lech Lecha and Vayera, about Avraham, we need to learn from his gevura, besides his chesed. Besides the famous chazal that a person is mechoyev to say, when will I be like the Yavais, there is a chazal where HaKadosh Baruch Hu wishes that the world would be full of Avraham Avinus. We see how special he is to us and how important it is to study his maisim and to daven that we are zeichet to be like him. There were many G'dayli Yisrael and Bali Musar who focused mainly on Avraham Avinu and considered him to be the number one to, and considered him to be number one for us to get involved in. The Rambam says he was Amudai Shal Oilam. Besides his unbelievable chesed and total goodness, we need to learn from the Asun part of him since it is an Iker Chelek of him and not just a Prat. Chazal say that he was called Avraham Ivri since the whole world could be on one side and he didn't mind being over on the opposite side. The Chafa Zal praises Ibala Betachain, who sometimes is Beteach Neged Bnei Adam, even though he isn't getting covered from people. Indeed, Avram had a life full of Bizyanis, and he didn't mind if people didn't understand him and criticized him. 
The Gerozatzal says that sometimes a person needs certain gedarim and avaydas Hashem for his personal weaknesses, and he will have to keep them, even if the whole world misunderstands him. Every human is an individual and is a world by himself, and you don't need haskamais from the whole world for everything you do in avaydas Hashem. Your personal needs may come first, and when you steig more, and then you steig more. Of course, you need a Rebbe to guide you and be mechazik you. Most Yidin are good-hearted and soft inside, and often it can destroy their chances for greatness if they go along with the crowd when they really shouldn't be. Yehoshaphat and Asa saw that the ten Shvatim were getting lost since they were steeped in Avaydazara, so they married into Ahavarasha's family, hoping to be in the car of them. In the end, they themselves lost on the deal, and Yehoshaphat, who was a super tzaddik, who was zeichet to be like David HaMelech Mamish, was criticized for being friendly with Ahav. His own son, who was the heir to the throne, killed all his brothers who were tzaddikim. This is because his son had Ahav's blood in him. Our own Chorben Beis came eventually because of this Rachman Olatzlan. How dangerous it can be to be soft inappropriately. We need to learn from Avram Avinu, who despite being a symbol of chesed and goodness, was still an Asan, and a major Asan, since this is the name given to him. How many things we don't do in Avedas Hashem since we are afraid of people's opinions. We don't want to put our holy covet in Sakana, since we are overly concerned with my Yomir Abriyais. The Chavis Alvavis in Shah Yichod Amaisa says that a person like this is Mamish and Avaydah Zara and much worse. Just like Avraham smashed idols, so did he smash his lust for covet from people, and he was Saival plenty bezayan because of his strange views. So did the Satmar Rebbe's Atzal and Reb Aaron Cutler's Atzal suffer because of their strong stand on their unpopular shitas. In the end, they prevailed. A Baal Betachin wins. The humor of a Baal Betachin. Not only was Avram, not only wasn't Avram impressed with the bizyanis and ridicule that he suffered at the hands of his contemporaries, but he made a joke out of them. When he debated with his father and with Nimrod, he made fools out of them. When he smashed his father's idols, he put a stick in the hands of the biggest one, and he made up a story that he had smashed the smaller ones with his stick. When he, is, when he was told that it's impossible for an idol to move and to do things, he said, look how you are contradicting your whole shitais. You don't make sense. You said yourself that your God can't even move. So how can it be a God? Chazal tells stories about Eliezer Eved Avram and how he made a major late sonos at Avanche Sedaim. He took after his master Avram, who was tough and unimpressed, and he was so solid that he made a chizik of them. And so did Eliyahu Hanavi make fun of hundreds of Nevi'i Abal and make jokes in the face of thousands of people who were against him. When David was surrounded by Shaul and his men and everyone said that he was finished, the Radak in Tehillim Kuftez Zion said that David wasn't impressed with popular opinion. He said, Kol ha'adam They are all wrong and I will dafka survive. There is a famous story where a simple man sold his business as soon as he heard from the Al-Sheikh HaKadosh that a person doesn't have to go to work and he can just have bitachin. In a short while, the man became a millionaire by an ace. 
They say that the best part of the story is when his family saw him saying to Hillam all day instead of working and they thought he was crazy. And he told them that they were crazy. <clears throat> this person was Zaycheh since he was a simple person and his betachin was real. That's why he was totally unimpressed by other people's opinions and he would laugh back at them. <coughs> Excuse me. The A-son of Avram was especially in his battle against Avayda Zara. We may believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but are we ready to smash our idols? Of course, these days there is no Yetzirah of Avayda Zara, so it doesn't mean much for us to smash idols. But the Yetzirah of Kavayda and the need for approval is stronger than ever. In the famous story of Nakdimain, who stopped the sun, we find that he wasn't a matzliach so easily despite his great betachin. Until he mentioned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he wasn't doing this for his own kavod, then he got service, and the nace happened and the sun went back. We see that breaking your midais and not looking for kavod can be very powerful in producing nisim. Getting bizyainais and asking mechila from a person that you're uncomfortable in asking can bring unusual yeshuas. Doing things without any credit and gain, just l'shem shamayim, is very powerful. We also see how important it is to speak up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you say the right thing, you might be zeichet to big nisim. Also, we say how Nakdimain defended himself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepted his words. Tzchaik, Avram Avinu laughed and rejoiced when Hashem told him he would have a son at the age of 100. He was sure it would really happen because he had bitachain. His son's name would be Yitzchak to remind us forever to copy Avram Avinu and be happy Bali bitachain. The sons-in-law of light also laughed in mockery of their father-in-law's words and disbelief in Schar V'Einish. Yishmael also laughed with the sin of idolatry, adultery, and murder. Everyone needs to be happy and to laugh, but tzchaik can be a dangerous sin. Avram Avinu knew how to laugh the proper way with the great mitzvah of bitachin Bashem. His dar was full of rebellion against Hashem. King Nimrod means rebellion. Anshe Sadaim were rebels. The four kings were rebels. Avram Avinu had a best friend Mamre, which means rebellion against Avayda Zara. People like to rebel, but a smart person like Avram Avinu rebels only against Avayda Zara and he enjoys life much more. Avraham was full of betachin Bashem and merit against the fake world. He didn't mind if light took his land, as long as they didn't fight. He didn't mind risking his life for light to free him from his captors, even though light had rebelled against him. He wasn't afraid of fire when he was thrown in the furnace of Orkastim. He wasn't afraid to fight four mighty kings almost single-handedly. He would defend and try to save Sadaim, even though they were his arch enemies, who hated his policies of chesed. Avraham was not serious about his money or his kavod like most people, whose thoughts are 90% of the time on these things. He was only serious about loving people and doing to them chesed and loving Hashem with great sacrifice since he realized he owed Hashem everything. That's why he was always happy with Betachain Bashem, 
and rebelling against the foolishness of Elam Hazeh. Hashem wants us to copy Avram Avinu and enjoy life the right way. To worry about our Elam Hazeh is a real sin, and so is anger against people. We have to develop a Gishmak in having Bitachin despite difficulties, and then Hashem will do Nisim for us like He did for Avram Avinu. Nevardak. Many years ago, a friend of mine was davening in Beis Yosef on Shabbos during Mincha time. Rav Weinkrantz Atzal was the Gabai during Kriya Satira. There was a person there who wasn't 100%, and he started screaming at Rav Weinkrantz and calling him the worst names and pouring on him all the worst curses. The Mespalalim were horrified by his base actions. They were speechless, and there was uncomfortable silence. My friend remembers Reb Weinkrantz's reaction. He wasn't impressed or annoyed in the least. He was calm and relaxed. My friend saw the greatness of Musser on his face. He was like a fish in water. This was his line, his life's accomplishment in action. Like the Chayvah Salvavis said, that the most desirable madrega is when a person feels the same about compliments and criticisms. I was once sitting next to Reb Aaron Kreiser's Atzal, in the alumni Medrash of Lakewood. An older Bachar started screaming and cursing him. It appears that he wanted some coffee from the coffee room, and he was having problems. He blamed Rebaron Kreiser, and he was quite vicious. He obviously had mental issues. I noticed how everything went over Rebaron's head completely. Rebaron was just worried about this Bachar getting what he wanted, and he told the people around him to go and help him out. Rebaron was pure Tyra. He was an unusual masmid, but he appreciated Musser. He was a chassid of Rav Chatzka Levenstein's atzal and Rav Mordechai Schwab's atzal. He once remarked how he enjoyed watching Rav Mordechai Schwab's atzal's learning Musser. Some outspoken younger light asked him, What about your own limit on Musser? He answered that after learning a full stormy seder with plenty pilpul chaverim, he simply had no kayach to learn Musser, and he watched Rav Mordechai Schwab. I have met many of the children and grandchildren of old Nevardikers and asked them for stories. A younger man whose grandfather had been a Choshevarav and a Talmud of the Alters, that's all, told me a story about himself. He was a younger man learning in Yerushalayim, and he was fortunate enough to get a job in Kirov to help support his large family. After a while, he felt it was harming his own Ruchnias, and he decided to quit the job and go back to learning full time. Nobody does things like this. Parnassa is Parnassa. And you don't throw away a job when you have a large family to feed, especially if the job is clay Kaidesh. And what could be better than Kirov? For the average person, this would be a foolish frumkite and more an Avera than a mitzvah. But if you have true betachain in your heart, it's a total different story. This younger man had Musser in his blood and his grandfather was a legendary Baal betachain. He was a Baal Madrega who learned Madrega Sa'adam and lived it. He told me that the Slanama Rebbe, Reb Shalom Leach Barzavsky Zatzal, the Nesivas Shalom, was Mechazikim in his decision. Nevardikers believed in Zikoi Harabim and they prided themselves with their ability to live for the Klau and to fill an Achrayas for the Klau. Building a Maisid is number one in Nevardik and they considered this a good way to get rid of Midas Rais. A person who does for others only gains for himself. And the altar said, Kol Hanoisein Noitel. 
When you give others, you're really taking for yourself. I remember that Reb Gershon Zatzal would encourage the Midah of Mesirais, being devoted and to give your whole heart for the Klal with whatever self-sacrifice is necessary. Yet, Midais are tricky, and the Devardikers were ever alert for the tricks of the Eight Sahara, and therefore they would suddenly do the opposite on Haga. Every Rosh Chaydesh, all their Maistas closed down so the staff could spend an entire day in the relaxation of a, of a base habdidus in a forest. There, the staff members would recharge with plenty of Tyra Musar and Nigunim and open sessions discussing their latest issues that they had with each other. Everyone is an open book who says how he feels about his difficulties with getting along. The kina that they have for each other is discussed openly and they work on getting rid of it. Part of this psychology is that when you are open, then lots of stress disappears. When you bottle yourself up with your never-ending hakpadais and your kina taiva v'chavayd going full steam ahead, then you get depressed and angry. These people had lots of simcha. The grandson of Rav Kalman Avraham Goldberg Zatzal told me a story about a Zayda. During World War I, he was forced to become a soldier in the Russian army. He was careful not to eat treif, but it wasn't easy. He felt that he was becoming weak physically and spiritually. He was afraid that sooner or later he wouldn't be able to hold out. So he decided to desert the army, which was a major sakana if they ever caught him. <clears throat> he was forced to run <clears throat> from place to place, hiding in attics and cellars, until it became too difficult for him to continue. The constant fear of being caught and killed was too much, and he decided to give himself up to the authorities and avoid the death sentence. He headed for the army office, and he was standing on the threshold, and as he was standing on the threshold, he suddenly remembered the Pasik of Tachnon. Nifla na biyad Hashem ki rabim rachamov uviyad adam ala poila. The rachamim of a Kaddish Baruch Hu is great, and a Kaddish Baruch Hu can do anything, whereas giving yourself over into the hands of humans can be dangerous. He went back to the yeshiva of Nevardak and sat and learned peacefully, and nothing happened, Bisyat Dishmaya. There is a similar story where the altar Zatzal had a shayla, if he should move his yeshiva out of Hummel or not. The Germans were entering the city where he had spent so much time in Kaychis for his Talmidim to learn there. Germans can be dangerous for Ruchnius and for Gashmius. For many days he wasn't sure what to do, but for sure he'd be ready to be Meiser Nefesh to leave Hummel. They say that he once made a special trip to close one of his own yeshivas that he had built since the yeshiva was going off the right derech. He said that a person who can't close a yeshiva can't open a yeshiva. A person works as a shliach of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and he doesn't get carried away if he is succeeding or not. I once heard from an old Navardiker of Pinchas Menachem Malach Zatzal in the name of his Rebbe, Rabbi Yisrael Moivshevitz Zatzal, that there is nothing in this world except for doing Ritzayin Hashem. Everything else is baloney. Baloney. Just kina, taiva v'chaved, and other silly midas rois. I believe he wore a reminding badge which said, a reminding badge which said, Hayitav be'ene Hashem. Always ask yourself, is what you are doing now good in the eyes of a Kaddish Baruch Hu? They say that the altar 
was just as energetic in closing his own yeshiva as he was when opening it. What a different world is a person who works on Tyrus HaMitzvahs. The altar once spent lots of time in Kaychis in building a new Beis Abdidus. He remarked that even if a person would spend one tiny Musr Seder there, and then it would be all over, it would still be Kedai, all the hard work. One morning, the altar woke up and he was full of Simcha. He had a dream at night, and in the dream he had suddenly said a, a Pasuk. And he took this as a sign that the yeshiva should stay in its place. I know Nevardikers who take Simonim in Hashemayim very seriously, and they have success. Yet, Rav Shmuel Schneir Zatzal told me that sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants you to use your own seichel, and he won't give you a simon. He was careful to make sure that when he did have a simon, it should make sense. Rabbi Yisrael Salanter Zatzal said that a person has to do, has to do, ton, what he can, but not necessarily accomplish, oifton, or copy, nochton, or outdo, opton. <laughs> Although Nevardikers were extremely ambitious and aggressive, especially in the Zikr Rabbim, building yeshiva after yeshiva, I knew an old Nevardiker who built 11 yeshivas in pre-war, in pre-war Europe. His name was Rav Shulman, and he was quite dynamic. Yet, being Lishma was major by them. And when you are Lishma, you can withstand failures and disappointments. Thank you so much for listening to the Betachan Weekly. I know it was very long, and um, but it's such Betachan. And um, if you read it yourself, it's it's a lot of Hebrew mixed with English. And it's a good thing. Um, if you want to sponsor a Bitachin Weekly, you can always, and, and I think it would be a big tayelis if somebody, if somebody puts their money with their mouth is and sponsors this, this is not mine. The person who writes this is, he's, he, it's, he does a tayelis for the Tzibur and it's absolutely amazing. If you want to sponsor, you can call the following number, 732 363-1180. That's 732-363-1180. You could also have this this divertary email to you, so you don't have to listen to my wonderful voice reading it. Betachainweekly at gmail.com. Betachain is spelt B-I-T-A-C-H-O-N. Weekly, W-E-E-K-L-Y at gmail.com. You can get this yourself, read it yourself. I'm sure you'll understand it much better if you read it yourself. Have a great night, everybody. Hatzlacha.